Starks, president of Larry H. Miller Sports and Entertainment, was promoted today, Gordon, to CEO of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies. Couldn't be happier for a guy, Gordon, that uh, has done a really terrific job as, as not only president of LHMSE, but president of the Utah Jazz. Yeah, that is a big deal. We've known Steve for a long time, and he's extremely capable. I think he'll do a terrific job in that role. I think the company's going to continue to head in a really positive direction with him at the helm, and I think really good news for the Utah Jazz, because Steve is going to obviously continue to have his voice heard in the running of the team. David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz. Talking about Donovan taking the next step, 24 points a game, is that really going to go up to 28, especially since they've added some other weapons that can put the ball in the hoop? I think it might average 27, 28 points a game. Wow. If we believe the floor spacing is going to be better and they're not going to want to leave guys, even though you've got someone like Mike Conley and Bob Donovich, Donovan's still the primary number one option. You still want Donovan making most of the plays. I don't know that Donovan's 19 shots a game is going to come way down, particularly after the way he played for the second half of the season. I don't want that number to come down. Jordan Love. What's been the secret to your improvement? There is no secret. I mean, ever since I got here, it's in the waiting room, it's in the film room. We've been working hard. Well, uh, Jordan, I have a Heisman vote, so uh, play real well, will you, so I can watch and uh, maybe uh, cast my vote your way? <laughs> I'll do it just for you. <laughs> Jordan, just so you know how cool the guy is uh, you're talking to. Uh, as usual. I've got a nice car. I was trying to compliment him that he was a Heisman candidate. Jordan, uh, before we let you go, I'm going to take a picture of my car and, and send that to you. So keep on the lookout. <laughs> Chris Camerani covers the Utes for The Athletic. I guess my biggest takeaway so far is the offensive side has been really excited about the installation of the Andy Ludwig offense. Everybody that I've talked to is pretty excited about what this is going to look like in terms of playing to the strengths of the team. Obviously, they're going to be a run-first offense, and that's going to be able to open up the play action for Tyler Huntley. I am interested to see what the offensive line starts to look like, to see who gets those spots solidified. And we're not allowed to talk about injuries, but we need to figure out where Britton Covey is in a couple weeks, too, because he's their most important player on the outside. Gail Miller with us here on The Big Show. So many great players that have been the face of this franchise over the years. This version of the Jazz is Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Pretty incredible people. They are the heart and soul of this team and I'm very grateful for them. I think we're going to have some others that will stand out this year. Of course, Mike Conley and others. But the nice thing is we've built a foundation that can really do something special. They understand what we're all about. They've done the hard work. I think Donovan and Rudy are really good leaders and Donovan seems to thrive on taking that leadership role. So I think he'll do great things for us. Yeah, I remember a conversation I had with you once and I asked you about winning a championship and that's your intention, is it not? With 30 teams in the NBA, there can only be one champion. But I think every 30 years, you ought to have one. <laughs> oh, it's our turn. And I think we've built up to it. We understand what it takes. We've put everything in place for it. We've given them all the tools they need, brought in the players that I think can do it. There's no reason why we can't have that expectation. Now, I don't know that it'll come this year, but I do believe we'll get there. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 
It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on in. We are live from the warehouse. Gordon is off doing Gordon things. Gassed up the Learjet. Or, or is it the G5? Who can who can remember? And he's off uh, doing whatever it is Gordon does. Uh, hanging out with me live at the warehouse, my good friend, my co-host on jazz coverage, the one and only Britton Johnson. It's good to see you, buddy. Thanks Great for to coming see you. In. Great to see you. Hey, if Gordon is on that Learjet and they have free uh, goodies there, he's cleaning it out. Yeah, you were just telling me he's, about this. He's going to take... He's going to take all those Sprite cans and cookies, and he's cleaning it out. Because the guys were just at ARUP Blood Services yep. today. Uh, Austin was down there earlier. And, yeah. And the the last time the last time you filled in, you filled in for me. We yep. were down there, and, and it was by, a fun three hours. And by I, the way, you guys set a record that day. I don't know if the record fell today. Maybe it did, but you guys set a record did that we? day. Yeah, with with donors. It you was, know, Gordon. It was huge. Gordon and I got off track a lot. So a lot of storytelling. I thought it was of, great. A lot of one-upping I, well, I by him. A lot of that. No, I'm just kidding. You know, Gordon was fun to work with. But but when we left, he uh, he made sure he grabbed some goodies. And, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to grab a bag of M&Ms, just, you know, sure. maybe have a few and then give them to my kids when I come home. Yeah, he grabbed enough for like a family of eight. He went to the snack counter. And just cleaned house. Not cleaned house, but he, he went in there and he really... He, he really did some damage. He was generous for himself. To the point where the guy that runs the place looked at him. Did Lance give him a look? Me, and then I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic Gordon. That's uh, our like, and then, then he gets off and jumps in his $100,000 car. And you know? just bounces. And bounces. That's oh. our guy. He reminds me a lot of Larry David. You know, A little like, bit. Like a, if you're a Kirby Enthusiasm fan out there, there's some... Except Larry David drives a very inexpensive car. He refuses to spend money on cars. But I love Gordon. No, we had a great time. And he I'll tell you, Gordon is a genuine guy. He oh. might rub people wrong with his articles or whatever. I don't know. Maybe even on your show, we all rub people wrong. But you get to know the Gordon Monson. He's a genuine dude. They broke the mold. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say about Gordon. Yeah, they broke the mold. He's the absolute best. And there is not another soul on the planet that is like him. And we will miss him today, of course. Uh, he'll be back coming up next Tuesday. He's off doing a, a family vacay. Uh, he told me, I believe, before he left that uh, all of this doesn't happen all that often for good old Gordon. But all of his daughters together. Wow. So he was pretty He was pretty fired up yeah, about having, him. having the whole the whole gang together for a little vacay. So he has an awesome family. He does have an awesome family. He's a he's a lucky guy, and I tell you what, he uh, he he um, he's well taken care of. You were going to say he outkicked his coverage or something? Oh, like that? he definitely did that. Okay, he, he we knows, can say that on air. He knows that. He just does he. You know, in his domestic life, he just does so very little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard you guys talk before, and I've never asked him, but apparently he doesn't mow the lawn. And No. Yeah. See, I love doing yard work. I, I don't know what it is. There's something about it that I I'll, I do all my own. Well, my son's helping me now, too. But, like, Sometimes. I cut the grass. I fertilize it. I weed a little bit here and there. I hate weeding, but I've tried to make it so we don't get a lot of weeds. But I don't know what it is. I, I really like it. I know Scotty likes it, too, right? Does Scotty well, do his own, though? Or oh, yeah. Or have someone come in? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Scotty's... Yeah, Scotty's into it. Yeah, Scotty's doing it, and he has a beautiful yard. Yeah, he has a especially great yard. the uh, especially his lawn. Yeah, he has a so great yard. I'm I'm not that into it. I I just remember during the jazz season, one game you came in and you're like, oh, my back is just killing me. I was like, oh, why? How'd you did you how'd you do with the snowstorm? You're like, yeah. well, I shoveled my entire driveway, and I thought 
isn't that why you had Houston? Yeah, yeah. And then you told me Houston was was inside playing video games or something I like that. I think it was, was the, like... f- the first fall and I the first snowfall, and I wanted it done right. And and I believe that's why. But no, that kid's getting stronger now too. I mean, he's, like well, he's a freshman in high school, so he's that's wild. He's he, in prime uh, shoveling age, though. Yes, yeah, he'll be shoveling this year. Yeah, maybe not on game days, but maybe on game days. I don't know. It's good we'll training. See. You saw Rocky Four. Yeah. Training he, in the snow. Was he shoveling? Sure. He was lifting carts and <laughs> running in boots. And, in Russia? In Russia, yeah. Yes. It, that stuff's good for you. I think so. It's good. <laughs> good old Hughes. How's he doing? He's good. He's how tall, awesome. How tall is he now? He's 6'3". Our boy Fury is 6'3". Yeah. You've known him for, what, seven years? Yeah. yeah. You watched him just go right past you. Good for him, man. Six six foot three, yeah. And busy with basketball and this busy summer. Busy with I'm hoops, sure. man. I good mean, they've kind of died down a little bit, and I'm trying to do my best not to overload him because you could be doing something every single day. But right now he's just doing lots of just getting the body strong stuff without weights, you know. All right. We are here at the warehouse, one of our very favorite places, 1967 South, 300 West. We had some listeners that dropped by uh, even before the show started, and it was just pure coincidence. They didn't know we were going to be here, but they had heard us talk about it before and knew they had to come down to the warehouse. So we got to hook them up with Jazz Gear, and they didn't even know they were going to get hooked up with Jazz Gear today. So come by and see us. You hear us talking about the warehouse all the time. Tom is here, one of our absolute favorites. And uh, his staff is, is is great as well. And trust me when I tell you, you're not going to find lower prices on furniture, mattresses, all sorts of stuff anywhere else in town. And we'll talk about it uh, today throughout the show. Britton, you're going to be with us uh, through, well, part of the 4 o'clock hour. We're going to talk uh, a lot of basketball during that time, obviously. At the top of the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to let you hear from Britton Covey. He did a really great interview uh, with Hans earlier today from practice. And we might even hear from Jalen Johnson as well. So it's going to be a very busy day. We're also going to relive our conversation with Gail Miller yesterday. That was awesome, I, by the way. I'm, uh, I, I, I tuned in. I'm very interested to get your thoughts. She was. I actually didn't tune in. I clicked on your tweet. Ah, hey. Very, Jake, one of Jake's very few tweets he does. But I clicked on it and listened to it. And I was. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts about it. Super impressed. I know people think we probably jump on here because at the end of the day, she's our boss and we compliment her. But uh, go listen to it if you haven't had a chance. It's actually pretty inspiring. I I was excited to listen to it again. Just to see, you know, sometimes we get distracted when uh, when doing the interview is you've got your computer in front of you and you're you're trying to make sure you you have the next question ready to go and yeah. those sorts of things. So sometimes, if you go back and listen to it again, it's it's helpful because other stuff stands out to you that didn't. And and the whole thing was good, and we have tons of thoughts on it. And I'm I'm very interested to get yours as well. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I think we're going to listen to it again. Then you get my thoughts. But I'll just say this uh, off the top: I, I felt like she was so genuine and. You know, there's, I think, very few owners out there that will just admit, I hired these guys, I trust them, let them, let them do their work, right? You see a lot of owners out there that just kind of become obnoxiously involved. Dallas Cowboys, football, and basketball, Mavericks, both Dallas's, right? Very owners, hands-on. Owners are too much, man. I just love the trust and the confidence that she, I, I think, if on, she says it on air, but you hear about it even more off-air in meetings that she gives those below her that are in charge of this this jazz organization the confidence she gives yep all right well we'll uh, we'll kind of pick through it throughout the day with you Britton. let's get to the split story of the day because there's a very specific thing she said that i i want to get your take on uh austin back at our vivid smart home arena carrier studios austin if you please let's get to it 
Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. With 30 teams in the NBA, there can only be one championship, but I think every 30 years you ought to have one. <laughs> so it's our turn, and I think we've built up to it. We've under, we understand what it takes. I think we've put everything in place for it. We've given them all the tools they need, brought in the players that I think can do it, and there's no reason why we can't um, have that expectation. Now, I don't know that it'll come this year, but I do believe we'll get there. I thought that was a great cut, and uh, Gordon asked a great question going into that, Britton. It's the uh, split story of the day brought to you by our friends at Sound Sleep Medical. If you have sleep apnea or have an issue with snoring, do what I did. Go to soundsleepmedical.com and uh, figure out what, or find out what they can do for you. Um, I, th- I think Gordon and I talked a lot about ownership yesterday and how important it is, but I, I think uh, a cut like that is extremely important, Britton, because you're, you're setting the expectation. You're, you're saying, you know, we expect the best. We're going to give you the tools. We're going we're gonna to put the pieces together. We're going to do everything we can to make that happen. Yeah. And it, it expresses a level of commitment that I think is really important out of an owner. Absolutely. Owner. Well, I mean, and she's right. I mean, you do the right things long enough. Eventually, you're going to put yourself in, an oppor- in a position to win. And then sometimes things are out of your hands. Like Stockton and Malone's two years, they went to the finals. Those were two of the best teams I think the NBA has seen in a long time, but you just happened to bump into Michael Jordan, his prime. Uh, take that Malone-Stockton team, you know, in the NBA when Jordan was out playing baseball. They probably win two or three in a row, you know, uh, well, however many years he was out. He was out two years, right? Uh, take that Stockton and Malone team, you know, after Jordan uh, retired again. And it's just it's unfortunate on the timing of that because I think there's a lot of teams that would win rings but just happens to be a Kobe and Shaq was in their way that year, right? Or uh, right now, a, a Golden State Warriors team. Well, the the NBA seems to be a little bit more of a level playing field. I know it was certainly for two weeks when everybody was talking about the Jazz being one of the top contenders until, you know, everything went haywire out in uh, L.A. with the Lakers. And uh, I, guess, I guess not haywire. Everything went great for those two teams in L.A. by... Mm-hmm by their acquisitions. But I love what she's talking about. And I, in my mind, uh, it's, it's right. You do things right long enough, you know, fortune's going to fall your way. And, and I, I'm telling you, Jake, I've experienced it firsthand being in other organizations. One, I can tell you distinctively being with the Spurs in, in summer league and going out and working out with them. When they heard I was from Utah, they always, for whatever reason, complimented the jazz and said, you know, we run everything like the jazz. We run everything like Sloan used to run his practices. We do everything, the way that organization does. And this was after they had won championships. Mm-hmm. They still uh, replicated their process, or I guess duplicated, whatever, you know, their process after the Utah Jazz. A tremendous compliment always for yeah. for Jerry and, and certainly the, the ownership. But in Britain, you know me because we talk a lot of basketball. We talk a lot of basketball, you and I do. Yeah. I find the... Do you the, want to talk tennis? Or? No, 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 no. Because I, this is Croquet. what I find... You, this is what I find fascinating. The, the process. What happens behind the scenes. Because eventually, and this is what we love about sports too, it's going to come down to it, do the shots go through the basket, yeah. right? It's going to come down to the sheer competition, mono, mono part of it. Yeah. But what I really find fascinating is what goes into putting yourself in the best position to be the last team standing 
how do you put yourself in the best position for those shots to go in for yeah. for your team? There's a lot more than just good players on the court. Oh, it comes down to smart management, trainers, yeah. assistant coaches, practice facilities, scouting, like yeah. all uh, trades, all this stuff that I I find absolutely fascinating. What I think is really important about what Gail said is all of that stuff we can con- control. Yeah, you know, Dennis Lindsay or or Justin Zanuck or or Gail herself could not take the shots for Donovan Mitchell. Right. But what they can do is surround him with the best players, surround him with the best facilities, make the smartest moves, um, be responsible financially, all those things that they can control. And what Gail is basically saying is all of those things, we are going to do the most we possibly can. Yeah. And I think that's an important commitment. I used this example with Gordon yesterday. You remember how Donald Sterling used to run the Clippers? Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to be at the basement as far as salary goes. Yeah. We're going to be as low as we possibly can. I don't care if we win a game. I'm just going to make money off of uh, the TV contract and the 15 people in the stands. And as long as I come north of what I'm spending, I'm coming out ahead. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine being a fan of a team like that. Why, that, why would he, you? He's you the know? antithesis. He's the opposite of what Gary right. Miller is. And, and, and he treated the exactly. players that way, too. Exactly. They were pieces of meat. And I think that's why he got himself in a lot of trouble. Well, he got himself in a lot of trouble because of recordings of using racial slurs and calling players, especially Magic Johnson, a very coveted, iconic NBA player. Yeah, he's not a good guy. He's not a good person. That he's was a gonna, horrible human being. It was going to catch up to you know, him it's eventually. Like you and I both can confidently say, I'd bet, I mean, I'd even bet a toe on it, that if Gail Miller was mic'd up in a private conversation talking about her team, it would be what you heard on radio. She's that kind of person. She's got that kind of character. Um, she's she's not just, you know, appearance-wise, and when you see she's just a very sweet, kind, loving-looking person, but she's also very smart business oh yeah you, she, mm-hmm. i mean come on her and larry built this empire together this wasn't larry and let's let's nope you know pull cute little gail along i think gail had an opinion and a voice and i think she has proven that and then i think today she's awesome to listen to that interview just her her um, advice for youth i think gordon yeah. teed up that question mm-hmm. i was like my gosh this needs to go viral I don't know if it has, but that advice needs to go for an NBA owner, for a professional owner to talk that way, for to give advice out to youth like that. Pretty awesome. I thought it was pretty awesome. Yep. So we'll uh, hear clips from our interview with Gail yesterday throughout the show. I want to get to some NBA offseason stuff with Britt coming up right around the corner, but we are live today at the warehouse. Come see us, 1967 South, 300 West. My man Tom joins us. What's up, buddy? It's good to see you. Pound. How's life? Hey, I'm doing extremely well. I think last time you were here, I just got back from the Copa America. Yeah. Had fun down there. Now I've had my, my daughter and her husband and my other daughter and her husband. One just graduated from law school. One just got into law school, graduated from BYU. And they all went down to see Clayton and their Machu Picchu, Colco oh, Canyon. Awesome. They're having an incredible adventure. So I got grandkids for 12 days. How about that? I noticed you had a little helper here today. Three years old and eight months. And the eight-month-old had never had a bottle till a week ago. <laughs> so, first, that little, that does that little night, guy get a commission if he helps you sell some mattresses? It, that kid gets a commission if he sells anything today. Yeah. I like it. So Good. come in. We're going to do the Donnie special for my oldest three-year-old grandson. The Donnie special will be in <laughs> in honor of Gordon not being here. I like it. Yeah. 20% off. 
any yellow or any pink. That's the best deal we do. That's already rock bottom. That's uh, friends and family, 20% off the lowest prices in Utah. But I, I think this is, you should be mean to Gordon more often. I, was I heard that yesterday, and it was like, what the fetch are you doing? <laughs> I was accidentally really mean to Gordon yesterday. No, I, I, I the, the apology is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Did you hear that? I had to apologize. I I thought it was unnecessary. What but. were you mean to him about? <laughs> oh, he was doing a not sports story, and it it was about some Instagram thing, and it was controversial for no reason. And I said, why could why would anybody possibly care about that? I was referring to like the. The controversy on Instagram. Oh, and not, he thought you were not, talking about his story, right? And it it was. Did he take a little? He, he called offense. me a, a a bad word. He did call me a bad word. Really? Bad word. Yeah, he bad did. Word. Was he being serious? Like he thought oh, you were coming out yeah. his non non yeah. sports report. Yeah, he was. Sports report, yeah, it was bad. I had to apologize. I did. But you were genuinely talking about why would anyone care about inside of the story? Yeah, right. I, I agree to that. Jake's not going to just blast. Gordon. Everybody says Jake sometimes is mean to go. Gordon sometimes deserves it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> See, this is why I like I love Gordon. Not sometimes. I love, I love Gordon. <laughs> Gordon needs it. I love got Gordon. My back. That's Someone's like got to keep him humble. But my That's point true. is, I think you ought to be mean more often because then we get to hang out with Britain more. I know. Isn't it good to see Britain? Yeah. 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 yeah uh, I agree. Real quick, I went to the big furniture show, got back last week, and obviously we are getting close to Orem opening. All right. Uh, we're going to try to have it open the weekend of Labor Day, and by hook or by crook, we're going to make it. But I bought deals that I have never seen. And where am I at when I go to Orem? I'm in the heart of university studies for Utah. I've heard that uh, UVU has 60,000 students, including online students. Biggest school in the uh, in Biggest the, uh, school, state. In, one of the biggest in the Western United States. Yeah. 60,000, and then BYU's 34,000. I've got like 95,000 students. I found twin bed. This is pre-advertising for a grand opening. I found twin beds that I'm going to have for 150 bucks that are $800 twin beds. And I got like 50 to choose from. Um, one of the biggest players, when I say players, one of the biggest companies in our industry is called Liggett and Platt. Everybody's heard of them, 120-year-old company. They make most of the metal bed frames, those ones with wheels that everybody has under their bed. They are getting out of the bed business. Hmm. I took everything from the Stockton, California warehouse, twin beds, and their deals that are insane. Insane. So t to honor that, all right, we got to do something to get ready for it, and we've done a lot of adjustable beds, and adjustable beds are the hottest thing in our industry. Kurt, how's your new bed? She loves it. King adjustable. They kept it together so they could uh, have one mattress. I'm going to do the Cal King again at fourteen ninety nine. I've got four bases left. I found some mattresses that we can do four beds. At fourteen ninety nine. Wow! And if you understand it, and a lot of people do, I have people. I had a person come in um, Monday, bought an adjustable bed. They were down the street, and I'm going to call it north of here, mm -hmm. the no, big exactly store. What you're talking about? And the bed was forty seven hundred bucks. And the man says to his wife, "I heard on the zone there's a store right there, honey. We're not buying it till we go there." They came in here. Smart guy. I got him the same thing for fourteen ninety nine instead of forty seven ninety nine. Beautiful. I've got four king cow kings. Now, if you want a king adjustable, 
this is the best deal I've ever advertised. And I bought 48 bases from this company. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to amortize some of my costs in six of them that I have here. So I have three beds that I can do for fifteen ninety nine. I've got Stearns and Foster. I've got Sealy Memory Foam. I've got Sealy Hybrids. So I've got three mattress choices with a head-up, foot-up, adjustable base. It's got a memory that will put it so you're flat. It's got a memory that you can set where your head's up, your feet are up, zero gravity. Beautiful. And it has an LED light package. Wow. The entire package, $1,599. I'm telling you, it's a $5,000 package either direction, north or south on 3rd West. You know where we're at? We're at 3rd West, 1967 South. We're right across the street from Home Depot. Come and see us. Our parking lot situation is really bad because of the construction, but it's getting way better. Next week, they're going to put some asphalt. This week, it's awful. So park just north of us. There's a gas station. It's a Chevron. Just walk straight through the parking lot. Park right there. It's easy to get into because of that hassle. 20% off everything that's already the best price in town. Come and see us. It's worth it. Trust me. 1967 South, 300 West. Thank you, Tom. We'll have more with Britt coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The best coverage of the Utah Jazz in the NBA is right here on The Big Show. Kick it. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 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 Band of the day today, Ed Sheeran, selected by Britton Johnson, filling in for Gordon today, live from the warehouse. Band of the day, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Come on by and see us, 1967 South, 300 West. We have some jazz gear for you. But it's been quite popular already in the show, so if uh, you're thinking ahead and buy, I would encourage you to do so. 1967 South, 300 West. This dude was in Game of Thrones briefly, wasn't he? Didn't he make a cameo in Game of Thrones? Sheeran? Are you sure? Austin? Uh, having oh. not watched Game of Thrones but been on Twitter, yes, I believe he he's made a, a little, cameo. He's a little feller. I get. I guarantee he dies quick. He. It was just a. It was just like a quick cameo. He was in it. There, there you go. There's Wasn't he like in the background even? I don't know if he yeah, had a speaking he, role. He, I don't. Just for the heck of it, huh? Yeah. Oh, he's a soldier. Look at that. There you go. I know you were into that show. Well, I, I do not remember him being in there. Uh, Britt, I want to talk some overall NBA with you. We'll revisit uh, our conversation about the Jazz and, and Gail Miller coming up uh, a little bit later on in the show. But, uh, well, first of all, you, you brought up some offseason moves I haven't had a chance to, to talk to you about. And yeah. I want to talk about uh, the Kevin Durant drama because we're finding out more and more about that uh, each and every day. Yeah. But you mentioned the L.A. teams. And Gordon and I have done this exercise uh, a couple of times, and Austin, uh, feel free to, to uh, participate. Um, handicap the West. Rank them right now. Going into mm-hmm. the season, how do you see it? One, two, you know, you can go as far as you want to go. Okay. One, Clippers. Two, Lakers. Three, Jazz. Four, Golden State. 
five. Oof. Five Denver. Six Portland, and then I don't care after that. So you're really bumping Houston down. Houston seven. I think, and here's why, and that wasn't because I forgot about them. Honestly, I... I mean, I served my church mission in Houston, and so I trust me, I wasn't forgetting about them. I think Westbrook and Harden will be a thing at the beginning. It'll it'll be fun because they'll Westbrook will bring all that energy and scoring, and I think that it'll it'll turn into a a clash problem. I think they will clash together. There's too much too much one on one and too much. And Westbrook Westbrook is claiming that he will play off the ball and that he will be fine there. I I just don't see it working. See. I, I'm with you. I don't know if I'd bump them down as far as seven because James Harden's still really, really good. And they've got other yeah. nice players. Eric Gordon's a nice player. Clint Capella's a nice player. I'll um, put them six or seven, but I won't put them up above Denver, Utah, or Golden State. Let me let me ask you this, and then I'll, I'll, I'll as long as we're on Houston, and then I'll, I'll kind of give you my hierarchy. Okay. Uh, but uh, talking about the Rockets for a second, why does the GM who has the reputation for being the analytics guy make a trade for the the guy that analytics absolutely hates. Yeah, he's awful for him. And it's not the first time he's done it either. Daryl Morey gets this analytics credit, but yet he always goes for the star. You know, he goes for the flashy guy. So I, that's, just a, that's just a side note. But, I don't know how much, and, and real quick, I don't know how much more out there there was to do to get rid of Chris Paul. That's true, and he should get an award from getting out from under sure. the con- contract. Chris Paul's down. He's going down. But... But yeah, I know Russell Westbrook's talking about getting off the ball a little bit. That's the that's it's the not wrong his personality. But that's the wrong approach. If if one yeah. of those two players is going to get off the ball, it should be James Harden because he's more equipped. His game is more equipped to be off the ball. Yeah. What's Russell Westbrook going to do off the ball? Catch and shoot space? No. Which is all that's the stuff that he doesn't you. do very well. So in my mind, he won't. And and I'd say I disagree with you. I think James Harden. You want him on the ball. He, where, the, all the the dribble, dribble, step back, travel. If you want to call it travel. I think he's a nightmare to guard, just just one-on-one with the ball. But my problem is I think Westbrook will want the ball more than – I think they'll go in with this kumbaya meeting and say, hey, here's how we're going to do this. Here's how we visualize this season. Uh, Russ, we want that ball in James Harden's hands. But if you watch James Harden, he doesn't always bring the ball up the court. He kind of trots up the court, and then somebody like Capella or Tucker go and set a side screen for him, and then he comes up and gets the ball. I'm sorry, but if you initiate the ball with Russell Westbrook and let him bring the ball to the court, granted in the first quarter he's going to play he's going to play fine. He's going to do what the coach has said. He's going to follow the game plan. Russell Westbrook goes rogue more than any player in sports I have ever watched. He goes rogue. He does not care what the game plan is. He does not care if he has Kevin Durant at his prime, the best scorer in the world on his team. He goes rogue, and he can't help himself. He can't help himself because he's so caught up into interacting with fans. Don't think I'm taking that lightly here in Salt Lake. I know there was a, a, an ugly moment that wasn't his fault last year. He was looking around the, the arena, and he likes to egg it on. Things went south, and, and Jazz handled that beautifully. Gail Miller handled that beautifully. So forget that exact moment. But for the most part, I've heard this from other arenas. He loves to get distract. He loves to let himself get distracted into the mm-hmm. into the barking at the other team, barking at KD, the other team, barking at fans, barking at other coaches. And it's like, man, give the ball to James Harden. That's what Chris Paul did. You watch Chris Paul. Chris Paul would bring the ball up the court, and he just followed suit, and he got the ball to James Harden. I do not see Westbrook doing that. I see Westbrook derailing that when it comes to when the game's important. Mm-hmm. I see him doing it in the first quarter, but I don't see it. And I, I feel like the Rockets, 
maybe I'll be wrong, but I feel like it'll be a train wreck next year. Could go right for the, the, the beginning, but I think it'll be a train wreck. All right, so I'm going to give you my top three because I want to get your thoughts on it. All okay. right, so my top three, Clippers, I totally agree. I think, I think that team is going to be historically good defensively. Can I tell you why the Clippers are my top? Because that, because of what you just said, and I'm, I'm, I just keep cutting you off, Jake. No, you're I'm good. sorry. You're, no, you're I'm rolling. Leaving, I'm leaving, Let's do it. I'm leaving soon. <laughs> the Clippers, because if, if you know the shooting doesn't go well and, and, and other things don't go well, the Clippers getting Kawhi Leonard to me and his mindset on defense and his his mindset on team basketball is almost as automatic as Alabama's run game, right? You know every year Alabama's going to have run game because they recruit the best running backs in the nation. And and you know they'll tweak some things here and there, but the run game's going to be solid. To me, I'm as sure as the Clippers' defense going to be solid and Kawhi going to be a benefit to them as I am about that. There's just some – there's just some – some sureties in sports I think you can have. And I'm sorry, Jazz fans, as bad as I want this Jazz team to be able to bat the Clippers next year, I just think they're going to they're gonna be a tough one to I think they're going to be the favorite. Yeah. And, and the, you haven't seen, uh, throw in Patrick Beverly as well, we haven't seen three perimeter defenders on the no. same team like that. Maybe they're going to be a nightmare ever. to deal it's, with. It's, it's going to be wild. I have the Jazz two. Who did I, I the, say two? Oh, I had you Lakers had the two. Lakers yeah. two, and I I'll have the the Lakers three. But that makes me sick to say Lakers two. It really does. But but I'm not. So where do you think Anthony Davis's stat? Do you think his production is going to go up or down? Number wise, I mean, golf, I think it goes up. See, I think because of the passing ability and LeBron continuing to get older and his basketball savvy continuing to go up. Now, uh, I'm not talking about his. Uh, media savvy because to me it's some of the most train wreck media stuff to watch ever with lebron but this basketball wise stuff is oh my go. gosh yeah. anyway, and, not to distract and him getting in layup lines with his son yeah i'm sorry but i could i could i give you my take on that but it's just i, I would i actually don't want to bring any attention to it because i think it's so dumb anywho i i believe that that davis's goes up because i don't think lebron i mean listen Father Time's got to catch up. I know that guy's built like a Terminator, but Father Time has to catch up. And I think he's a smart person when it comes to his body. I think Russell Westbrook's not. Russell Westbrook's trying to drive 100 miles per hour every day. The tires are going to wear out. LeBron is smart with his body. LeBron is very smart, and I think he will continue to use the pass and use his mind to have more longevity in basketball. You don't see him going 100 miles per hour all the time anymore. It's why players, it's why my, I mean, I'm not comparing myself to LeBron. That's, that's a mountain to a tiny molehill. But I never learned how to slow down. I felt like I always had to go fast in practice. I even had teammates, Juwan Howard said, you need to learn to slow down and pace yourself. And I'm like, no, no. All I know is I have to go hard and good things will happen. No, like, it's not the way to go about it. But anyway, LeBron is very smart, and I think he will slow down and he will make Anthony Davis's game better. So here's here's kind of my theory, and, and maybe I'm completely wrong because it's a different team. But when LeBron has paired with a big in the past, two stud bigs, yeah. we're talking about Chris Bosh and Love. Kevin Love, yeah. and both of their production fell. Yeah. They weren't nearly as productive with LeBron as they were without LeBron. Huh. So I wonder... I, I, I think my, my assumption is more geared towards the way LeBron's game is trending. And in right. the past, he felt like he could always do it, kind of like a Westbrook style, always have the ball in his hands. I don't need you bigs to win games. I think, in my, in my, in my opinion, his mind is going to continue. His, his 
floor analysis will get smarter this year, and he'll realize I have to use Anthony Davis. So I think Anthony Davis's numbers will be will will go up more according to where Kevin Loves and who else was it you Chris said Bosch. Chris Bosh's did when they first joined LeBron. Well, and the 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 flaw to my argument might be that there's not a Kyrie Irving or Dwayne Wade on the Lakers, yeah. so that production is going to have to come from somewhere. Yeah, and you know I I think Danny Green's a nice player, but I don't. He's not going to carry him. He's he's not. Yeah, the caliber of Irving or uh, or Dwayne Wade. So that that's kind of the thing that gives me pause about my theory. But in the past, bigs haven't necessarily benefited from playing with with LeBron. I think he's been able to rest a ton too and get his body geared up and ready to go. Uh, I think, man, yeah, I have Clippers. Lakers, Jazz, and and the Lakers and Jazz, I think, are going to, throughout the year, kind of leapfrog each other. All right. We want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car to curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save Diamond Airport Parking. We'll talk more NBA with Britton Johnson coming up right around the corner. We're live at the warehouse. Drop by and see us, 1967 South, 300 West. We have jazz gear, not to mention prices so low it will blow your mind. 1967 South, 300 West. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. University of Utah defensive back Julian Blackman. Your team comes off to me as that group that has the premier amount of confidence with the perfect amount of humility to mix in. How do you describe that, and how do you feel like that balance has taken place with that program? I think it all has to do with our coaches. Uh, I think it has to do with the way that our coaches approach every day, the way that they tell us that we need to approach every day, and the way that the leaders approach. Just because our coaches always tell us the leaders are the guys who are going to get everybody else to get going, and the way that our leaders are now is, you know, we approach everything confident but humble, understanding that we have a goal. And at the end of the day, we the only way to reach that goal is by being together as a team, understanding your role and playing your role. Yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Check this out. Your home for Utah's best sports radio is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're locked on to the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Drop on by and see us. We have some jazz gear for you. We have hats. We have shirts. We have desk ornaments. What do you think of these things here, Britt? Have you seen these things yet? Yeah, I don't know what that is still. It's a, de- it's a, a, desk, a desk ornament. ornament. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, maybe like a paperweight? Right. Oh, I think they're wonderful. I, it's a good conversation starter. Is it? They're very popular. What are you oh. saying, is it? I just, I don't feel like I'm ever at loss of words, but I don't know what conversation I'm going to start with that thing. Here, have a desk thing. Am I supposed to be promoting this better? A little bit, yeah. The shirts are wonderful. The hats are wonderful. This this uh, place is wonderful. You, I've I've laid on a few of these beds, and my six t- foot ten oh. frame fits 
nicely. We've got to we've got to tell Tom your your Serta story. You should. Yeah, we should. We've got to hey, tell. Hey, I, I had a bunch of guys in town on Monday that, uh, from Detroit that I was kind of uh, hosting for my full time job. And as we were walking out of a Maverick store, because we were driving up north, so I stopped to get, you know, everybody some water and stuff. I'm walking out of the Maverick store with the group, and I didn't really tell them what I do here. They, you know, we're here to focus on other stuff. But I had a guy stop me and goes, hey, your sort of mattress story might be one of my favorite. Really? <laughs> and everyone in my group was like, what was that all about? So we climbed in the car, and on the drive up, I, I told them everybody got a good laugh. Then I actually sort of spilled into a bunch of other stories, too. You do have some good ones. Yeah, that um, one was uh, innocent. I really just uh, didn't pay attention ever when you did that read. Well, Austin... <laughs> Austin, see if if you can't find that audio, oh boy. and and we'll play oh boy. we'll play it for Tom. You're gonna I, play it. I do want to tease. We uh, let's talk about Donovan Mitchell and the FIBA World Cup coming up and playing for for Team USA. I want to I want to get your thoughts yep. on if that if he could parlay that certainly into something positive for him going into the Jazz season and and kind of what that might mean for him personally. Let's get into that uh, yep. coming up right around the corner. We are live at the warehouse, 1967 South. 300 west and actually tom i'm 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 really disappointed that we haven't told you this story or played you this audio yet because this is right up your alley okay all right so we have uh this is on the the post game the jazz post game show and we have a a, a client that is sort of pro painters they they paint sure. they go everywhere okay so that's that's basically what you need to know austin do we uh do you have the clip available Oh, Austin can't oh, find it. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll just tell the story. So, uh, basically, let's, let's talk business. Let him find it, then we'll hear it. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, good call. Let's do that. Nineteen sixty-seven South, three hundred West. Mess around. Right to the. Well, there's still ways to say the address again. Tom, the, Tom knows what he's doing. Nineteen sixty-seven yeah. South, three hundred West. This isn't his first rodeo. It's my second. <laughs> hey, uh, come down. Come and see us if you need anything. Uh, I've got, Jake, you know every story now. I bought 10 truckloads for the store in Orem to open up. There was an issue in March. I had to put the 10 truckloads in here. They're still waiting. The floors are now being cleaned in Orem, so we're getting close. But I've got 10 truckloads, so I am so full in the back. I've got five truckloads of Sealy Queen mattresses. They're, they're right there. I'm pointing. You can see where I'm yep, pointing. I see it. You see it. It's a famous store. Very they're famous. They're eight ninety nine. Sealy Premium Titanium Springs Gel Infused Memory Foam on top. We're selling them for two hundred ninety nine dollars. What? If you need, if you need a good bed and you don't have a good bed, it's great. But if you need a mattress for your spare bedroom, a cheap queen is two ninety nine, and it's garbage. I'm talking this is a really nice queen mattress for two ninety nine. Then we have the adjustable queen set. We talk about it a lot. Looking at it right now? The billboards are six ninety nine. You've seen them? Yep. Uh this happens to be a little bit nicer mattress. A head up adjustable bed, four ninety nine. I bought three truckloads. It was an insurance claim. I had a hundred and eighteen. I've got forty left. When they're gone, you will never see that price because the base costs four hundred bucks. <laughs> You're okay? getting the whole thing with a nicer mass mattress. Four ninety nine. Oh. Um, what else can we do real quick? I've got, I've got ten left of the 
gel-infused memory foam pillow. They're $129 at the big boys south of us. 20 bucks. You have to mention Jake or Britton. 20 bucks. You won't get it for that. It will be 39 if you don't. And we've got some Austins left. The right Austin there. Special. The Austin Special. They're marked $59. They're $129 solid wood. It's not garbage particle board with paper laminate. It is the Austin Nightstand Special, $39 today and tomorrow only. Once again, come and see us. We're Utah's lowest price on name brand furniture, the warehouse. Boom, 1967 South, 300 West. Okay, are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. You ready for this? I, I, heard, I heard a whisper in my ear. I got it. We, we've got it. Austin worked his magic as usual and has unearthed the audio. Here is Britain's Serta story. Totally and when right we get the points in the paint, what segment do we do that last segment? That's we an interesting one. Well, the, we when? Yeah, we did. We already did. I didn't make any comments off. Yeah, but you didn't ask me about it, well, right? I figured, you just named it. I figured it. the three-pointers were more of the story, and thus the, the difference in points Don't in the paint didn't make a big difference. Don't we have a sponsor that does something with points I read in the, the sponsor. Okay, yeah, good. Serta, thanks to our friends at Serta Pro Painters. <laughs> They're the best. Yeah, they, I'm, I'm sure You're they are. You're having a great night, aren't you? You're having a good time. <laughs> I, I don't I don't have one of their mattresses, but I've heard they're wonderful. They're painters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one of their mattresses, but I hear they're wonderful. You know, I, I so badly want to say that I did that on purpose and You set that, that up was to on, sell that, mattresses that, at the yeah, There I you do, go. You know what there's my wife goes through this with me a lot, and there's just times I zone out. I don't mean to, you know. There's, there's, I've, I've never necessarily been diagnosed with anything, but I know everybody says I'm ADD or ADHD, whatever it is. She says I'm ADHD, HD, which means I have attention deficit or in high definition. She made that up. <laughs> She's very clever. Yeah, yeah. But, but I honestly kind of just zone out when Jake does the reads. I probably should pay. I don't really ever plan to be like the host of the show. Not, not, not really plan. I don't ever plan to be. I, I love being the analyst and letting these guys drive. I don't want to drive. I just want to be along and I want to talk about scenery. Yeah. And when he drives, you know, and does like, you know, the signaling and turns, I usually don't pay attention. <laughs> I usually do pay attention. Even sometimes I feel too poor to pay attention <laughs> but i pay attention because i don't want to look stupid yeah and he might I ask paid me attention a question. to that there you go but uh it, it, if you are uh, next time you're looking for a mattress uh britain uh, i know a right guy. here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know, know what um but it, it, i will say this the certa pro painter owner i was told enjoyed that i provided a lot more attention a okay yes and i have definitely paid more attention to your reads okay. hey i'm gonna do a certa special I've got a couple of certas in the back. Whatever they are marked, take three hundred bucks off. Wow! In honor look at that. of Britain today. There you go. Uh, there you go. See, that's what I was thinking of. Is the mattress? I knew it. Three hundred bucks on off. my head. I've got it. I my, know I have brain. a couple of iComforts. They're about twelve hundred dollars. Uh, I think I have a mark six ninety nine. I'll do it for three. Whatever it's marked, three hundred bucks off today. Only. Yes, so the Britain Serta special. We get a tease Britain and save listeners money. Love well, it. Well done, Tom. All right, we'll have more coming up next with Brit 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Kyle McDonald, running back coach at the University of Utah. Yeah, Zach Moss has worked his way back from injury. Coach, talk about his presence on the field, his importance, his leadership. He's 100%. There's no question about that. He's picking him up, putting him down. Better leader right now. 
you know, when I met Zach, he was a young man. He's talking about a grown man now. Uh, we've been together. This is going to be our third year together. Uh, again, he's being vocal at times that he needs to be vocal. He's really doing a good job in terms of uh, the maturation process up here at the University of Utah, uh, being a running back. Um, I love where his leadership is right now. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.